Hi there, I'm so happy to see you again for the latest episode of The Taste of a Smile. The biggest of thank yous from the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of my heart to all the people who helped make this episode possible. You know, it's so fulfilling to work on a show that is listener-funded. I get to focus on the stories and the experience and sharing it with you and talking about it. So, thank you. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Taste of a Smile, Part 33, Squirrel. Mary didn't pay attention to any of the joggers passing by. She was walking home through Central Park. It was still light outside. Mary was too caught up in her thoughts to enjoy it. It was unusual for Mary to go home this early, but Karen had offered to close the store today. I'll do it with Lex, she had said. We have to get used to doing this without you. It had hurt Mary to leave. She knew Karen was right, though. Her last day at the store was approaching fast. She didn't know if she was ready to leave it behind. She would have to, she knew. Mary had been preparing for her departure all day. She had started writing down everything she knew about running the store. It would be a useful document for Lex to fall back on once she was on her own. Mary trusted Lex to run the store competently, but why not make it a bit easier for her? Mary had also discovered that it gave her some comfort to write to Lex. She liked the idea of Lex reading her words one day. She liked telling Lex things. The writing had helped her cope with the sadness that had kept her chest tight all day. Seeing Lex back at work had cheered her up at first, but it soon turned out to be a poisonous gift. Lex's eyes had only met Mary's once during the short professional conversation that they had had Karen had been there too. Later, while working in her office, Mary had hoped Lex would stop by to talk, even if it was just about the weather. But Lex hadn't. It had driven Mary up the walls. She hadn't allowed herself to come up with an excuse to call Lex in. It wouldn't have been fair. She had been the one to end things between them, after all. She couldn't send mixed signals now. That would be cruel. But it was just so hard to let Lex go, especially when she was so close. It was torture, and it made everything feel so messy. On the one hand, she couldn't wait to start her new job. It would be easier to put some distance between them. On the other hand, she didn't want to leave the store, or Lex. Fuck, Mary muttered to herself and kicked at a pebble that lay on the path. It flew through the air and only barely missed a jogger. Mary heard footsteps coming her way fast and froze. Had she hit someone with a pebble? Her heart thundered in her ears as she slowly turned around to face whoever was yelling at her. Hey, you! A woman repeated, breathing loudly. Mary's eyes flicked over the jogger's body. The tips of her ears started tingling. Don't you recognize me? The woman laughed, coming to a halt and pulling off her hat. Mary took in the dark hair pulled back in a ponytail, and the beautiful brown eyes. Her lips parted in shock. The universe had a wicked sense of humor now and then. Mildred North pulled at her running tights. They snapped back into place around a firm thigh. <laughs> I guess this outfit doesn't help. Last time you saw me, I was in a suit, I think. Yes, 
after the rehearsal, Mary squeaked back. Miss North, hi. Mildred shook her head. Oh, no, no, no. I told you to call me Millie. Right, I'm sorry. Mary blabbered, wiping her hands on her dark jeans. Millie laughed and tucked <laughs> away her hat in a pocket of her running sweater. Sorry, I yelled, hey you, but I never got your name. Mary blinked. The birds in the trees suddenly started singing louder, or so it seemed. A squirrel sprinting by threw her a look that said, that came back to bite you in the ass fast. Mary, she said loudly. My name is Mary. Okay, Mary, Millie smiled. Nice to see you again. Mary tugged at the ring in her ear. Yeah, it is. She was surprised at how uneventful announcing her name had been. The sky didn't come crashing down. Millie hadn't cried out in anger or shock. Walk here often? Millie asked. Yes. Mary nodded, gesturing in the general direction of her house. I like walking home. Millie cocked her head. I come running here all the time. I'm surprised we didn't run into each other before. Mary almost said, actually we did, but that would make things a bit awkward. There was no need to go into how seeing Millie run by had made her blush. The strange thing was that bumping into Millie felt completely different this time. Mary was still shocked by how beautiful Millie looked. She just didn't have that butterflies in her stomach feeling anymore. How's Lex? Millie asked, putting her hands in her sides. Um, Mary hesitated, startled by Millie's question. She was, um, sick? Really? Millie responded, frowning. Hannah didn't tell me. Oh, it was just one day. She was back at work today, Mary hurried to say. Ah, oh, good. And how are you? Millie replied, wiping her cheek on her shoulder. A strand of hair stuck to her damp skin. I probably should have asked that first. Mary smiled. It took some effort, though. She was so tired of pretending to be okay. This was not the place, and Millie was definitely not the person to pour her heart out to. Millie's brow wrinkled. I know it's none of my business, but are you okay? She asked, her voice soft. Mary quickly averted her eyes. Millie's face was so open and kind. She could feel words bubbling up in her chest, desperate to be spoken out loud. You look a bit lost, Millie continued. Gosh, Mary sighed. I guess I am. She rubbed her cheek. Wanna talk about it? Millie asked, taking a step back to let another runner pass. Mary also stepped to the side of the path while she was thinking. She desperately wanted to talk, but surely she couldn't burden Millie with this. This was Mildred North. The Mildred North. I know how hard it is to date an Emsworth, you know, Millie said casually. Mary met her gaze, shocked by Millie's statement. It's like they come from another planet, right? Millie added and shook her head. All that money, the stores... The fancy apartments. Yes, Mary said, nodding vigorously. How do you... She didn't finish her sentence. Millie did it for her. How do I know? I think I'm like you, Mary. My parents live in an ordinary house in Maryland. Hey, I used to live in an apartment the size of a shoebox here. You did? Mary asked, her eyes wide. I thought you were... She fell silent again, not sure what exactly she had thought. You thought I was born in one of my fancy gowns? Millie joked. Mary giggled shyly. <laughs> Something like that. Millie bumped her elbow into Mary's arm playfully. Wanna walk together? I'm all sweaty and I need to keep moving. Uh, sure, Mary stammered. 
Millie rubbed her hands together and hopped back onto the path. Mary followed her, hurrying to catch up. They walked in silence at first. It gave Mary some time to sort her thoughts. Millie's words had made her head spin. Lexa's wealth definitely made her uncomfortable. It made her feel insecure, as if Lex or her family would always look down on her in some way. Why hadn't she been honest with herself about this before? She wrinkled her nose and tucked her hands in the pockets of her winter coat. It was a dark mirror to look into. Had Millie ever felt this way? Mary wondered. Probably not, since Millie had such a successful career herself. Still, she had recognized something in Mary, hadn't she? Mary spoke up before she could change her mind. Can I ask you a question? Of course, Millie responded. Did Hannah's wealth ever make you feel uncomfortable? Millie snorted loudly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Mary asked, eager to hear more. Yes. Do you know how Hannah and I met? Mary tilted her head. She had read about Hannah and Millie in several newspapers and tabloids, but didn't really want to admit that either. Luckily, Millie continued. Hannah's father started a foundation to support young talent in the opera world. Hannah's mother, Lucille, took over after he passed away. Millie shook her head. Lucille was the one who decided to support me, and I was looking forward to having her as a mentor. But she sent me Hannah instead. Mary chuckled. <laughs> and Hannah hated opera, right? With every bone in her body, Millie said, grinning. That's insane, Mary replied, smiling too. It really was, Millie agreed. I found out in a restaurant. I was eager to meet Lucille, who I greatly admired. And I got her spoiled, clueless daughter instead. Mary's eyes widened and she gasped. Oh my god. That sounds so much like Lex and me. Millie turned her head to look at her. It does? How so? Fuck, Mary thought, realizing that she would have to come clean now. It was okay. She wanted to, but she had been enjoying talking to Millie and her confession might bring their conversation to an abrupt end. Look, I have to tell you something, she said quietly. I should have told you this way sooner. Millie's expression became guarded. Okay. Mary drew in a deep breath and then the words started tumbling out of her mouth. I work for Hannah. I'm the New York City store manager. Hannah promoted me a few weeks back and she sent Lex to my store to replace me. Millie stopped dead in her tracks. Mary winced and slowly turned around for the second time this evening. Wait, Millie said, placing her hands on her hips. You work for Hannah? My Hannah? Yes, Mary replied. I'm really sorry I didn't tell you before. Millie nodded, her brow furrowed. And I'm guessing Hannah doesn't know you two are dating? She asked after a while. She doesn't, Mary admitted. But we're not dating anymore. What? Millie replied loudly now. You two broke up? Mary closed her eyes. Yes, I wanted to stop hiding all of this, but Lex didn't, so I broke up with her. Millie's expression softened. I see. I'm sorry, Mary croaked. I know I haven't been honest with you myself. No, you haven't been, Millie said, scratching her head. I get it, though. Mary's shoulders dropped in relief. We didn't want to overcomplicate things. That's why I didn't tell you my name. I was afraid you'd tell Hannah. Millie's lips curved up. 
Seems it all backfired, huh? That's an understatement, Mary said dryly. Wiggling her eyebrows, Millie replied, Hannah and I were a mess at first too, you know. You were? Mary asked. Millie nodded. Her gaze drifted to the right. Mary followed it and saw the squirrel that had caught Millie's attention. It was scrambling up a large branch. Do you really want this to be over? Millie asked, breaking the silence. Mary's eyes flicked back to Millie. What? Tucking some hair behind her ear, Millie repeated. Do you want this to be over? Or did you not see a way forward? There's a difference. Mary's lips parted. So many things popped up in her mind at once. Lex lies. There's no way back now. We live in different worlds. I don't like who I am around Lex, Mary blurted out, blushing fiercely. And her mother was horrible to me. She shut her mouth abruptly. She had no idea where that last part had come from all of a sudden. Betty is horrible to everyone, Millie said, her eyes twinkling. You know what Hannah calls her? Aunt Cruella. Mary laughed uncomfortably, <laughs> shuffling her feet. And who you are around Lex? Millie continued. That's on you. Not on her. Her tone was kind, but her gaze intense. I think maybe you haven't given her enough credit here. The tiny hairs on the back of Mary's neck rose. This was part 33 of The Taste of a Smile. Whew, 33 already. We're getting to the end of this story. Now, don't worry, there are still a few episodes left. I think I'll be done with this one around the end of March or the beginning of April. And I have started to think about the next story, so that's very exciting. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you again soon. Bye. How does a big thank you sound? Oh, I bet it sounds like Dory's whale impression. Thank you. I think I need to watch Finding Nemo again. Was that? Okay, never mind. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.